Hi Angels! My name is Mylise and welcome to the very first episode of Whispers of Heartfelt Pages, my podcast. Can you imagine? I can't believe that I have a podcast. It's so nice um, because I've been journaling my whole life and I feel like I have a thousand stuff to discuss with you. Um, and today I'm going to talk about moving abroad. And if you follow me on Instagram, which by the way, my Instagram is M-A-I-L-Y-S-M-D, MailisMD, you probably noticed that um, whenever I post pictures, it's always in different places. A bit in France, a bit in Ireland, Australia for a while, Canada. And you're probably thinking, okay, but what is this girl doing in her life? Like, why are you all over the place? Explain. Um, so that's what I'm going to do today. This episode is about moving abroad. And I'm going to tell you about my life story. I'm only going to give my side of the story, my opinion about my experiences abroad. And I'm going to give you a bit more context about who I am. Um, where I'm from, what is my life like, and what my travels brought to me. So I'll give you a bit of context about myself. I am French. Both my parents are French. My mom has Caribbean heritage, and my dad is fully French, and my mom is a black woman. My dad is a white man. Um, I've lived in different cities in France, so I was born in the Parisian region, um, so I lived for many years there, and then we moved as a family to the south of France in Biarritz, and I spent um, almost all my school years there, which was really nice, and then for college after high school, I decided to study in Bordeaux, the wine city. So I stayed there for two years, and at the moment, my parents are still living in this region as well. While myself, I am living in Dublin, in Ireland. So yeah, funny enough, I'm living in Dublin, in Ireland. Um, just to give you context, I already lived abroad um, three times in total, and I'm not counting holidays, I'm counting really settling down in the country and living there for multiple months, um, if not years. Um, when I was younger, I actually lived in Dublin as well. Um, I was actually doing an internship here, so I was um, working. That was mainly for college reasons, and I decided to choose Ireland as a country for this very first work experience abroad which I loved. And then in 2020, I lived in Sydney, in Australia, for multiple months. And then now it's been a full year that I'm living again in Dublin, Ireland. Um, so that's that. I think I've always been driven towards English and English-speaking countries. Uh, when I was a little girl, I was always so motivated to understand English and learn English. Um, I wouldn't say that the reason why I speak English quite okay is because of school, because it's definitely not. 
I was reading in English, I was watching TV in English, I was watching YouTube videos or stuff like that. And it definitely helped me and opened my, my mind to the idea of living in a country where people don't speak my native language, which is French. Um, yeah, we could say that French and English is very different, but I've always been very attracted to English-speaking countries, hence why I'm currently living here. Um, to talk about my daily life, I moved to Dublin initially for work. Um, I had a, an opportunity to move here in order to have a, a good working experience. So I moved here and I met a lot of my friends that I knew from high school because I've done also an exchange with Irish um, girls. So that was super nice to see them again and to nurture this relationship that we have. I also met my boyfriend here while um, I was in Dublin. Um, he is half Polish, half Irish. So I definitely had to learn about the culture even more because when it's in your private life and not only in your work life or I guess outside social life, it's really, really crucial to open yourself. And it teach, teaches me every day a lot about, I guess, tolerance and being open to ambiguity and new things. Um, at the moment, I do not work anymore. Um, so my daily life would be seeing friends, going to the park, journaling, um, taking pictures, taking care of my mental health um, Focusing on my hobbies, going to the gym, doing exercise, doing good for my body. But yeah, that's pretty much my daily life. Um, and then I really want to talk about the cultural differences between what I notice in Ireland compared to what I know from France with French people. I noticed many differences between France and Ireland while being here and it's very difficult to shorten them to only a few points and it's very also difficult to phrase them in a way that is clear. I think it's really good to come here and to experience this as a French person but in Ireland people are so kind and nice and open which is breath of fresh air um, don't get me wrong I love France I love you French people I love my country but it's true that when you come to live in Ireland you notice that Irish people are so nice and helpful they always care for you for example if you're walking down the street and you look a little bit lost you're always gonna have someone stopping by and asking you are you okay? What are you looking for? You know, that's very rare to experience this kind of thing in France. I feel like there's less a sense of individuality here, um, which is quite refreshing, to be honest. Then the second point for me as a mixed race woman has been that I've never been more complimented on my appearance 
than in Ireland. So what's funny enough is that from uh, what I see, the beauty standard here is very opposite to what I look like. And again, I could be wrong, but from the conversations that I had with Irish people, it seems like the beauty standard is very much very long hair, straight hair, red or blonde, mainly blonde, um, and clear eyes. And I'm a brunette, I have long hair, but they're not very long, and because I'm a mixed race woman, I don't have natural straight hair. Um, so I look very different from the women that are, I guess, considered beautiful here. But everyone is beautiful, no matter your color of the skin or your hair, your body type, everyone is beautiful. But here, I feel like I'm so different from the beauty standard, but funny enough, I've never been more complimented, constantly. And of course, it's very nice, to be fair. It's something that brings me a lot of joy because sometimes you forget how special your features are when you're used to living somewhere where people actually look like you a lot and then you go somewhere else and you're like oh yeah actually it's true like my nose is my nose is cute and yeah I have I guess bigger features I don't have that kind of small cute face but I'm still pretty so that's really nice and then Another difference that I noticed is in the food. Um, so in France, I would say that most people would eat breakfast, lunch and dinner. But whenever I talk to my boyfriend or any other Irish friend that I have, they think that the food that I eat is actually breakfast, dinner and dinner. So two dinners. Because in France, we usually do proper meals during lunchtime because we do have a very long um lunch break whereas here you have like 30 minutes to eat a bit of a sandwich or a wrap or something like this but we actually like to sit down for lunch and have a proper meal and the breakfast here is salty so you have like beans potato bread or sausages, bacon, mushrooms, that kind of stuff. I wouldn't say that it's not... I wouldn't say that it's never done in France, but most of the time, if you actually do have breakfast, it would be sweet things. So like cereals, bread with butter, with jam, or I don't know, bread with Nutella, some kind of spread... Um, like a hot chocolate, a coffee, something, but it's always going to be kind of sweet, which is very interesting um, when I notice those differences because it seems very surprising to them and I'm just very surprised that they only eat salty during the breakfast. So that's kind of funny. It also seems like people are less judgy when it comes to appearance. I feel like there's more room for expressing yourself the way you want to physically. Um, when it comes to hair, um, dyeing your hair, having like a different style, standing out feels way, I guess, easier and it's more accepted. People don't turn around looking at you 
in a weird way as much that I've noticed in other countries. So it really feels like a safe space, which is really good. But on the on the other side, I noticed that in Ireland, people are not as direct as what I know. Let me explain. So you know the way in France, the stereotype that French people have is that we are quite rude and very direct and we don't sugarcoat things. We're just being very honest and sometimes it's a bit brutal. Here, it's the complete opposite. So I had to adapt myself quite quickly to that because then it's harder to navigate relationships. Um, this applies to workplace which is completely fair and I completely understand and I'm so happy to be able to experience a kind workplace environment but when it comes to social interactions and social life within the friend group or even in love relationships which thankfully I'm not really concerned about that because with my boyfriend, we do have a quite open relationship when it comes to speaking and communicating our feelings. But most people here are not direct in those situations and it can make navigating life, social life, very difficult. Here, it's very uncommon to hear people complain about things, even though really bad things happen. Um, a funny example... <laughs> lighthearted would be you know when you're walking down the street and you don't do it on purpose of course but you're stepping on the foot of someone they would be the one begging for your pardon sorry 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 even though you're the one that actually stepped on them they will be so apologetic about it and they're never complaining there's never a sight or there's never a oh i'm so done i'm so angry it feels like Anger and sadness is not really shown in in any way, to be fair. Probably privately when they're alone, maybe they do feel those emotions. But I feel like in France, we're way more vocal when it comes to negative emotions. And that's completely okay. But it's true that it's a cultural difference that I noticed, definitely. Then, to go more on the lighthearted side... And it's probably the last thing that I'm going to discuss when it comes to cultural differences is that, don't get me wrong, I love coffee, but I'm such a tea girl. And in Ireland, they love their tea. They love to have a cup of tea, which makes me so happy. There's a whole institution around tea and breakfast tea, and I love the aesthetic of sitting here in the garden where everything is green, having my little breakfast tea, sipping it away, putting a little bit of milk, a bit of sugar. I love, I feel like a Bridgerton princess and a Jane Austen character, you know. Finally, I'll talk a bit about the benefits of moving abroad when it comes to personal growth and 
I guess my personality and discovering things about myself. I would say that living in those abroad countries definitely showed many things to me and proved me that I'm actually more brave than what I thought because even though they're developed countries and it's not like I'm in any kind of danger by going to live in Dublin or in Sydney or whatever, it does seem very scary to just, you know, move alone. First of all, just moving alone seems very scary and it is challenging and there's many times where you're going to regret and you're going to be very homesick, but I would never do it anything differently because when you move abroad, you're proving yourself that you can do things and you're proving yourself that even though you might be introverted or not or shy, you can build other relationships, even in another language. And this is very rewarding. I feel like since I live here, I proved myself that I'm actually way more kind than what I thought I was. I think living in this country allowed me to notice that I am actually a quite outgoing person, even though I'm private. I'm not that person that's always super hyped, super loud. I'm an introvert, but I do like sometimes putting myself out there and it feels nice to know that you can, you know, you're capable of doing this. I discovered that I'm smart and I think, you know, sometimes it's good to remind yourself that you're smart you're enough, you can do things. It's not only for others, it's not only on social media that you can see those things or a YouTuber or on TV. No, you can do it. You pack your suitcase, you go. And you come back when you want to come back. I'm gonna wrap up now. Obviously, this episode is not to force you to decide to move abroad, but it's mainly for people that were interested in knowing more about my life abroad or for people that were hesitating to move abroad. If it's the case, this is your sign to organize everything and to do it. Even though it's for like a short period of time, if you're actually unsure, go there, go out there. And I promise you, you'll become such a better person and you're gonna surprise yourself so much it is scary, it is frightening, but it's a beautiful, beautiful adventure. And who knows, maybe you're gonna find the love of your life and the friend of your life if you don't want to have a partner. Honestly, by not going there, if you're hesitating and you're in the right mindset, that means you're missing out. You're gonna have so many good opportunities. I hope with all my heart that you enjoyed this first episode. Many others are coming. I can't wait to hear from you. Please, if you enjoyed, rate the podcast, follow it. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at M-A-I-L-Y-S-M-D. The link is also in the bio of the podcast. Take care of yourself. I love you so much. Per usual, I send you a big, 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 big group hug. And in the meantime, take care. Bye!